When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And now, after years of planning, sweating, and going broke, here is the Boots and Whiskey Podcast with Jim Belisle. And it left the media. Why they would give this man a podcast is anyone's guess. And there is what could only be a bizarre coincidence or something else. Welcome to the Boots and Whiskey Podcast with Jim Belisle. Trapped, drunk, and stupid is no way to go through life, sir. Country music and fine moonshine. You look like the vermin-ridden son of a bitch you are. A podcast for every Everyone in the good old USA and all around the world. Quality booze and country music at its best. So you're saying you set my country music award on fire? The music, nice and loud. What we do is if we need that extra push over the cliff, you know what we do? Put it up to a eleven, exactly. You can email the show at bootsandwhiskeypodcast at gmail.com. That's boots and whiskey podcast at gmail.com. Mr. Swimming with bow-legged women. All social media can be found at Boots and Whiskey Podcast. The show is great, even if you're sober. Well, my advice to you. Start drinking heavily. Jim loves his music and his whiskey. A real woman could stop you from drinking. It has to be a real big woman. This is the Boots and Whiskey Podcast with Jim Belisle. Great music, great booze, and fun, even for you non-drinkers. Y'all want to drink whiskey? <laughs> I'd like a Coca-Cola in a clean glass. Finally, a podcast that lets it all hang out. Let's level with America. Got your boots? Ready for some whiskey? These boots are made for walking. One of these days these boots are gonna walk all over you. And now, the Boots and Whiskey Podcast with Jim Belisle. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Boots and Whiskey Podcast. As always, I am Jim, I am your host. Um, I hope everybody has had a great Thanksgiving weekend. Today we bring you Garrett Schultz, an artist out of Pennsylvania who has really taken social media by storm and is doing some great things there and some interesting things there. Um, Garrett's music is real, real good. I know you won't be disappointed with this episode. Um, I had a lot of fun talking to Garrett and hearing about him and where he's come from and everything that has gone with with him and how he has done. So... Um, Garrett, thank you for your time. Um, as always, thank you to Afterglow Boutique, American Grit and Grace, Rowdy Roads, Dot Dirt Road. Oh, wow, I just had a stroke. Dirt Road Scholar <laughs> Supply Company, um, and everybody else. Spoons Bourbon. Thank you all so much for your time and your patience and your and your support. Uh, it's greatly appreciated. So, without further ado, Garrett Schultz. Well, there you have it, everyone. Garrett Schultz. What a fun guy! Um, hopefully, we'll see him in Boston super soon. We're gonna we're gonna try to work on that for him here um, in the Boots and Whiskey podcast. Um, I really enjoy. You know, he's a guy that we're gonna talk to. I think a lot. I think we're gonna see and hear from him quite a bit. So, Garrett, thank you all. Thank you so so much for your time. It's greatly greatly appreciated. Um, 
you know, as always, guys, thanks. Thanks for everything. Um, I, this Thanksgiving weekend, I'm super thankful for y'all. Um, I couldn't do this without you. So thank you. Um, please check out the social medias, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook. Um, I think I'm going to decide to get rid of Twitter. Um, but let me know. Let me know what you think about that. Um, season two is ramping up, like I said last week. Um, got a lot of things coming. Um, In-depth whiskey reviews. So if you have any whiskeys or bourbons in mind that you'd like me to taste test or you know, do an in-depth review. Those are going to be coming to YouTube next year. Um, let me know. I have some things already on tap with TX Whiskey and Yellowstone and um, Buffalo Trace. So I think those are going to be my first three. Um, so yeah, hit me up. Let me know. If you want to contribute, please, please, please. That would be greatly appreciated. Uh, whiskey ain't cheap, <laughs> but it's delicious. So it's all good. Um, you can Venmo me through my Venmo for any contributions to that. I greatly appreciate it. Um, so thanks again. Um, I hope you all enjoyed your holiday. Um, and, uh, we'll see you on the next episode, you know, until then keep the boots on the ground, the whiskey in the glass. Also forgot to tell you this week, we will be going to Luke Combs. Luke Combs will be Thursday night here in Boston show one of the two night stint here we will have a full recap of that show um, at some point next weekend um, i expect it to be a good one really looking forward to it haven't seen luke in a while um ray fulcher and ashley mcbride will be there as well so take a take a take a listen for that um your next episode is going to be taylor o'connor enjoy have a great week everyone bye Hello, hey. Garrett. How are you? Hey, man. I'm doing pretty good. I didn't know this was a... Is it not video or is this only audio? Just audio. Oh, man. Awesome. I was I was so worried. I was like, man, I got to do my hair. Make sure I don't want... Oh, that's funny. No, no. Yeah. I You know, I, I might do video in the future, but I found yeah. that, you know, to really get an idea of who I'm talking to, I felt that audio was the best way to start, um, you know, because the stories are a little more genuine, I find, when you're not huh. looking at somebody, um, okay, you know, because yeah. there's nobody to really talk to other than yourself, right? <laughs> no, that makes sense. So, 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 yeah, but thanks for, thanks for being on today. It's, you know, greatly appreciated for you to be here. No, man, thanks for having me. Yeah, this absolutely. Is, uh, this is cool. You're doing you're doing some awesome work. Thanks. I appreciate that. And you know, you you've actually been a pretty uh a pretty big supporter of the show with, you know, the likes and and all that. So I appreciate that a lot. Hey man, I think at the end of the day, you know, I can see that you're passionate about it and yeah, I I'm passionate about the same thing, so we're both just kind of similar. We have we have the same interest. We're just on the different side of it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because trust me, don't get me wrong. I would love to be on the side you're on. <laughs> I just don't have that kind of talent. <laughs> man, I don't know if I do either, man. Some th- some days are harder than the others, you know? Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. So, um, you know, I don't know if you've listened to the previous shows or not, but this is all yeah. about you. Um, you know, I, I want you to, you know, be you. You know, don't, don't hold back. Say whatever you want. You know, tell us about you, where you come from 
how you've gotten to where you are and, and so on and so forth. That's absolutely no problem. Well, but tell me what you want to know. Anything you want to tell me, honestly. Anything. Any, anything. Start me. if you want to start from how how you <clears throat> you know got into this this lifestyle, or you know what your background is, and then you know we'll go from there. Okay, it's tough. It's a it's a tough. Oh uh, yeah, it's tough to figure out where to start. You know. Yeah. You, oh yeah. Um. Yeah. You, but man. Let's uh, let's start when I started playing open mics. How about that? There you go. And I Perfect. Think, you know, everybody has like a history before that, and you know how you got into just liking or into the genre or whatever. But you know, I just um, I had a few friends when I when I came back home from doing some like military stuff, and uh, yeah, I just opened the gym. And that was like the passion of the time. Um, yeah. I was doing, I was doing some CrossFit and got pretty good at that. And then I was doing Olympic lifting and got pretty good at that. And you know, I had some notoriety and, in training too. And I was young and I was like, let's just do it. So I opened up the gym, and I had this kind of like idea of I should should do something that scares me, uh, kind of just to push my boundaries. You know? Yeah. So, you know, those were all just things based around that. And then I was hanging out with my friends in the gym one day and, and I wasn't the only one I could, I knew a few chords, like, you know, just basic G, C, D, whatever chords. And, uh, I pretended, you know, to be, to, to be all right at guitar. Well, uh, my one buddy, Casey, he, he had a friend of a friend who knew whatever. They're like, Hey, there's this open mic down this place called the Cove. You should go like, let's go and do it now. And, and instantly I hear, had this like pit in my stomach. And I was like, oh, I don't want to do that at all. You know, I was super, super scared. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, but then I took, took some time. I was like, maybe I should just do it. Cause that's usually what means I should do it. Cause it's going to push me out of my comfort zone and, it's not like I'm going to die, you know? So I'm like, all right, I'll get in bed. I thought, you know, I think, I don't know what everybody thinks of when they think of their first open mic or first performance or whatever, but I instantly thought, I was like, all right, there's going to be like a hundred people here. I'm like, I know what I'm doing. I get there. There's like five people, right? <laughs> Typically that's what an open mic is. There's like five people and everybody's just waiting for the spot and, well, it was this really cool dude there um, named Phil Freeman, and he is actually the lead singer and uh, bass guy for uh, Small Town Titans, and they just came – they're huge right now in the rock community. Mm -hmm. uh, Freaking awesome dudes. And so he was – he just, like, kind of encouraged me, and he doesn't know this. I think I told him before or told his wife or whatever, and I was like – Phil's the reason I'm even in this anyway so you know he kind of pushing me down the story he's like you should come back and definitely do it again and at the time he was probably just trying to make sure the cards were filled at the open mics but it kind of just pushed me to keep coming back keep coming back and you know I, I met some awesome people doing that and I probably did open mics for like a year and a half straight of like four to six open mics a week if not like more and just grinding 
And there's like some kind of weird passion behind that where, you know, you, you first hate it. You're like, God dang. Like you get all these, I, I hear comics talk about it all the time where you get there and you're just waiting. And then you're like, okay, I'm up next. And then they're like, oh, actually somebody just came up. Yeah. You know, they're, they're a local legend or whatever. I'm like, uh, okay, whatever. I'll just wait. And then you're like, oh, okay. I got three songs I need to do. Oh, guess what? You can only do one now. And you're like, what in the hell is this shit? <laughs> so, you know, you, you go through that and there's just some kind of like romantic uh, idea of the past. And at the time it sucked, but you, I think you just appreciate it. So I did that for like a year and a half until I had this, this friend we met, mutual friend. Um, he kind of, he, I think he could sense it. I don't know. He's, this guy's Ben. He's a, he's the reason that I actually started doing shows. Cause I didn't know you could, you can get paid to do shows. He, um, he called me up. We met him at an open mic and we had some mutual friends and he's like, Hey man, I can't do these next few shows. Are you able to do them? And I'm like, Oh my God. Yeah, this is awesome. So, He's like, they'll pay you, I think it was like 150 bucks. I'm like, what? You get paid for these shows? This is freaking awesome. And, you know, that just kind of started everything. I seriously had no idea. I thought um, for the longest time that you just do it, that you just do it and you do it for the passion and like free food or whatever. And, um, yeah, that kind of started me off on this path. And then literally within the next few months of me doing my first show, the same guy, Ben, he's like, he, I asked him to be a part of this band that I wanted to do at um, this Nash Next competition. And Nash Next was like, uh, you submit a song and you do like a local, it's almost like a local battle of the band. So we did that. And, and it was the first time I ever played with a band. It was so much fun. And uh, I had no idea what I was doing, but it was just a lot of fun. And, uh, I thought we did pretty well. We won that. And then I kind of like sparked this journey, you know, it's, uh, did, it's taken me on some like wild rides, but you know, ever since it was like literally a span of three months, like, um, first show. And then I submitted a song and then we won this thing. And now people are like, Oh man, you know, they yeah. want to hear, they want to hear my own, originals and stuff and i'm like this is so crazy i mean granted it was it was only like you know in the local area but it's so cool you you see what it can impact and then kind of get a, a drive you kind of like oh, i want to chase it yeah oh absolutely so how how long ago did this journey for you start uh let me do the math because 2020 basically didn't happen right um, yeah pretty much we could just uh let's see I think 2017. Okay, um, that's when I. I did my first show. And yeah, so May it was a May it was like May 22nd 2017 I think, and yeah, then it's just kind of been there. And that, so you know, I've been kind of listening to your stuff and watching what you've been doing over the last few months of me doing this and. I have to say, you have original songs out there that rival, if not surpass, the things that everybody else hears on, you know, typical country radio. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> thank you for saying that. I appreciate it. 
Well, it's true. You know, you have you have this talent and this <clears throat> voice that, you know, is really it, it's built for that, you know, quote unquote, mainstream radio airplay. Mm. You know, it's 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 crazy to hear an independent artist like yourself really have that sort of sound, you know, and, and almost it sounds almost natural. Not that it isn't, but you know what I mean? It doesn't it's very effortless, it sounds like. <laughs> Thank you. It, you're I mean, I, unless you're just no. fooling us all and you're, you know, <laughs> Millie Vanilli no. in it. <laughs> oh, yeah. That would be, that would be, be something, something interesting. If, if we found out that some country artist has been doing that, that would be that wild. Would, that would be nuts. Oh, um, my God. Yeah. So, so how do you get your sound? Where did this sound come from? Was it a sound that you had to work on or did it, you know, and you don't have to be modest. Is it just how you sound? What do you mean? Uh, do you mean like my vocals, or do you? Yeah, yeah. Um, I think it's that's a, it's a tough question. Um, it's not really tough. I just haven't thought about it. That's probably a better answer. Um, I, I guess my point is is like you're very, um, you're very modern. I guess you could say modern rock and roll with a country voice and it just mm. blends so perfectly together. Oh, dude, we've, Oh, well, I don't know about we, I'm sure the band would agree, but I've, I've been saying that we're a rock band with a country problem, you know, like, right. Right. Like, no, it, it, absolutely. Yeah. Like country fans, don't get me wrong. Music fans in general are awesome, but country fans are, <clears throat> they're a different breed, you know, um, yeah, but- they're, it's like they're a family. Basically, yeah. And you can see that in all different types of genres, like, you know, metal, um, not so much the pop, but, you know, you like the metal or the rock. Like, they're, it's the same thing, um, just different ways of voicing it, I think. But, yeah, so we play – we'll try and open up for rock bands or, you know, country bands because uh, we feel that we have – we have enough rock stuff. We have a lot of stuff that we haven't put out yet. And you may be asking yourself, why the hell haven't putting it out? And the truth is I have no idea. Um, <laughs> but where has this come from? Uh, this like our, or my, my voice. I, I don't know. I kind of had, had to, I've had to like kind of mold it over the years or understand how I want it to sound you know, when, when you're starting to write or when you're starting to perform, you try and emulate people that you respect in the industry or, um, you know, people that you're admiring and you're looking up to. And uh, when I was growing up, I used to be into, like, uh, you know, screamo stuff. Like yeah. Bands like, I don't know if you know them, but they're called, like, Atreyu or Under yeah, Oath yeah. or all yeah. these other dudes. Um, and those are pretty like, those are pretty like mainstream at the time, but you know, you get into those bands and you start to learn how to scream. And so you get some raspiness to your voice and, um, then you hear guys like Chris Stapleton uh, and you're like, man, okay. Uh, so it was just like trying to make, you're just trying to emulate those sounds. And then eventually, I don't know if you just find your own or but you, you find like a pocket of your voice that 
um, I've kind of settled with and I'm happy with. Um, and that kind of went along with our sound too, because I used to write like a lot more almost love kind of poppy, like slower country, like mild country. And they yeah. still do. There's still some songs that we have coming out that are more mild, but um, man, I just love a good a rock song, you know, something yeah. that, that has some guitars that are just wailing. And oh, so if you want to talk about like the sound um, that like I, so we do all our own recording um, from, you know, guitars, bass, drums, vocals. Um, and uh, I, I really encourage my guys to be like, you know, cause we're, I mean, let's be honest, we're pretty much like not known. Um, so you try and I, I want to encourage my guys to be like, to be themselves. And yeah. it, it's tough. It's tough a little bit, I think for, for drums, um, because they got a, he's still like, he's an awesome drummer. Seriously. One of the best that I've ever played with. And he, he just understands it and he's super talented, but I think it's hard for him to be you like be himself because he he's so technically good right that that the technique is like almost it's it's hard to like fight the technique and go off of what like he's really used to i don't know how to explain it but no like, no he, i totally yeah. totally get it that's a uniquely drummer thing because i i used to be a i used to be a drummer oh i pretended uh, I drum, yeah but like yeah. it's definitely however you're taught is pretty yes. much that's how you play and there's yes. no you know, <laughs> what it's it's like a bad habit almost yeah you know, once once you start drumming the way you drum that's it forget about it yeah and there's there's some times where you can tell you're you're like we're we'll be recording and i'm like hey try this because look i know nothing about drums our producer is a, is a drummer and he has to put it into drummer language yeah and you can see him having to fight sometimes because he's just like you said once you like design the way or i feel like drummers sometimes they want to just like anybody else they want to play like another drummer and he's big right. he was super big into uh like blink 182's guys uh travis yeah. parker so he's like you know he's got all that down but it's what there are moments in the songs you can even hear them and you're like god damn that's good like that's yeah. just a, like it's awesome when it happens and it's and it's kind of the same with um our guitarist maddie he um he i want i want guitar solos to be legendary like they were back in rock you know like right. when you hear leonard skinner's guitar solos or acdc's or you know other the big guys you're like people wanted to learn those solos right and right. that's kind of what I wanted. I didn't want it to be something you just pass by. I wanted the solos to be a piece of the music itself and like, you know, make it, make an imprint on the song and not just be like, okay, here's a solo section. Goodbye. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. No. And, you know, and like us talking about this and like, it's, it's kind of making me think of like who in country music right now has, you know, that rock and roll meets country music sound. And there's not a lot of people. Um, but the one person I think that does it and does it probably the best that we've ever seen at, at a, you know, at a big, big level is Eric Church. And yeah, I, you know, I would say you have a lot of similarities between the, the way the musical, the music arrangement sounds, 
and the voice like you oh, guys are you. like you guys are like very similar if you know if somebody's listening to this and is like well i haven't heard his music yet like i would really put you guys in that same sounding category for sure oh wow well thank you man i think i i think that i appreciate that i i think uh something that is that i appreciate with the band um is that we literally would just play music. Like, uh, mm-hmm. I'm, te- I'm telling you, when you when we put all these songs out, whenever the hell I'm going to do it, I don't know. I'm kind of like, you know, you just get, you, you talk yourself out of it. You know, you're like, you're like, ah, I want to wait for the perfect moment. But, you know, there's no such thing as a perfect moment. So you're just like, let's just see how it did. I don't know. Uh, but all the songs, pretty much all the songs, are different you know they have a different flavor they still have like the core base of like who we are but yeah man i i I love eric church and i think i think it take it's taken him a while to actually figure out the grit that he has you know i it's almost like he had to hold back or he was scared until these late these later albums you know right well go ahead yeah no i was just gonna say you know i i saw eric you know, early, early in his career, because I was working at a very small venue here, you know, right outside of Boston. And yeah, he would come a couple of times a year. And it was during his first album or two. And, you know, you could see it then that it was like, it was like crawling out of him to just be who he was, you know, yeah. and, then one, and then once, you know, Chief came out, it was just like, you know, yeah. he was like, fuck it, I'm doing what I want. Yeah, I mean, you, I don't know about every, everybody else, but you kind of get that when you're performing. Yeah. You, you almost feel it. Like if the songs that you're playing, regardless how good the songs are, you're going to attach yourself to different songs. And so when he, when he does his more like, I don't know if you want to just say rock songs, but you know, when he does his more like, like gritty, like in your face songs and he, you can see he probably performs it better. And then he probably like, it's like, man, I really like this shit. Like this speaks right. to me. And right. you kind of, that's as a performer, that's kind of like what you, uh, what you gravitate towards. Yeah. So I've been, I've been watching you. Cause I really, like, I really like you. I like, I like, you know, I, I, Thanks, I you know, I do, and that's not to say I don't like everybody I talk to, but like, you know, there's, there's always those artists where even if you like them, you you tend to find yourself going back to other artists more and more and more. And, you know, I think because your sound, because, you know, I was one of those kids, you know, just like you, you know, I grew up and when I was graduating high school, those kind of bands were, were the big thing. Yeah. And, you know, you have that sound. So you still always have that love for that sound because it brings you back to a different time. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And, uh, you know, what you're doing is great. And are you primarily in the Pennsylvania area? Uh, do you mean, like, is that where we play? Or... Yeah. Yeah. No, honestly, <laughs> we um, – it's a little different right now. Um, but in general, no, we uh, pretty much all over the East Coast. But oh, really? Most our, yeah, most of our shows have been – most of our shows lately have been in PA, like toward the end of summer. Yeah. Um, but 
we usually mix it up in, in between Florida and Pennsylvania. We haven't got up, we haven't got up uh, north too much, you know. I think, I think I know we did a few shows in New Jersey, um, but you tip, typically were we're in between Florida and here, and um, I would say Delaware, Delaware and uh, Eastern Maryland more than Pennsylvania. Yeah. So is that where you guys are based out of? Pennsylvania, yeah, Central Pennsylvania. Yeah. Nice, nice. But you know, I think that also plays with your sound too, because it's it's you know getting closer to the south, so you have that southern country sound, and it still has that that gritty, you know, steel worker sound to it. <laughs> you know that that very blue collar you know sound, which Pennsylvania is really known for which is fantastic you know so I, yeah I, you know it, so it all makes sense right why you would sound <laughs> the way you do um so do you have any plans to you know do you have any maybe not plans but do you have any desire to come up this far north and that sort of thing <laughs> absolutely man yeah. we uh yeah we we want to play you know, anywhere that will really have us and have it make sense. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I love the Boston area. I mean, I'm familiar with me personally. I'm fam- very familiar with the whole New England area. Um, playing hockey pretty much my whole teenage years and coaching as well for like my early 20s. So it's a, it's a cool community up there. You would not know that it's very that they have a country uh crowd yeah but you know countries everywhere and i think people people just have that people can uh relate to that music up there pretty much yeah you know it's funny because it's like i talk to a lot you know everybody kind of asks like how did you you know being from new england get into a country music podcast of all genres yeah and you know country up here has really blown up within the last 10 15 years and a lot of that is because kenny chesney would come here sell out gillette stadium and it was just it was literally just something to do you know and it was an event and then like you start going year after year after year and you see all these other bands he's bringing with him, and it, yep. it just—it was a snowball effect. Yeah. Oh. Oh yeah. I, speaking of Gillette Stadium, so <clears throat> that's in uh, what's it called, Mar Marlboro, right? Foxborough. Foxborough. Yeah. So Mar- uh, Marlboro has the ice, the big ice arena. I'm sure. Yes. If you yeah, if yeah, you're yeah. a hockey person, have been to. Yeah. Yeah. So we were. Well, so either we either way we were. Uh, there's a ice rink that hosts. I don't know if they're there anymore, but this team called Walpole, and um, we, they're literally like a mile down the road from Gillette Stadium. And yeah, yeah, I think it's the Rodman Arena now. Where you're yeah, talking yeah, about. yeah, 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 yep, yep, that's correct. Yep. And uh, we, I remember we. This is probably like my second year of coaching juniors, and we were up. Uh, we had like a a showcase up there. And you could hear Ed Sheeran playing down at Gillette Stadium from the parking lot. And you're like, what the fuck? It was so awesome. Yeah, yeah I yeah. was actually at that show, fun fact. No way. <laughs> yeah. Dude, that's a, it's a, that's, oh man. It, I, those are moments that like, you know, every artist, every big artist and stuff, they're always like, 
oh man, I wish we could go back to like, you know, s- you know, smaller shows or like when I did open mics or, you know, yeah. and I get that, but there cannot, there, there's got to be something crazy about selling out some big ass arenas or football stadiums, you know? Right. Yeah, and you know, and you know, Ed Sheeran did it <clears throat> as a solo act, more or less. Yeah, yeah. You know, oh, it's like, that, what yeah. The fuck? Like, I know. It's like I remember going to see him, and you know, there's no, there's no band set up. It's just, you know, yep, so you can him. see some foot pedals on the stage, and I'm like, what the hell? I, am I really gonna sit here for two hours on an acoustic Ed Sheeran <laughs> show? And pff, was I blown away? Yeah, <laughs> like, unbelievable. Jeez. He's so good. He's another guy that, as far as songwriting goes, and as far as, uh, as far as like, just who you look up to, yeah. man, has he? You know, I won't say anything about his <laughs> newest album because, no, like, I'm, you know, but I think that's going to be one of those like ah, I wanted to try something new kind of things. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, I. <laughs> He's just so good either way, but man, is yeah. he so talented? And he's he's really just that. Uh, it's just so cool to watch somebody create, um, create their own thing. Like before a loop pedal, everybody's heard of loop pedal pedals, you know, in the industry, and you're like, okay, but never has somebody gone and just blew up with one like that. Yeah, and it's it's so cool to see and. Um, I don't know what it is that people are drawn to him so much. I mean, his songs are very good. His performances are very good, but uh, I maybe that's probably it, man. You know, he yeah. just had, and yeah. he had a crazy work ethic too. Yeah. Yeah. Those first two albums he put out, like he was everywhere. Yeah. And then, you know, I, you know, I always find it interesting when artists get super popular like that, like a, even like Adele, right? Adele's got a new album coming out, but she hasn't had an album out in what, five or six years? Seven years. She does one every seven years. <laughs> right. So it's like, well, what the hell is this going to sound like? Yeah. You know, you know, I mean, the last two were great or last three or whatever, however many it's been now. Yeah. But it's like, you know, when you're that super famous, when something comes out and then you kind of go away, it's, it's, it's an interesting comeback for sure. Yeah. Well, I think that's, I mean, I'm pretty, that's like, that was her deal though. I'm pretty sure is that, yeah. uh, cause I know she was in the industry, some effect before she like had her own career. Yeah. But, I think she was writing songs and stuff. Yeah. But I think that was in basically her contract. Like, Hey, I want to yeah. take some time off for each one. And damn, you know, yeah. you couldn't, you couldn't do that in the country world. You know, Sam no. Hunt, Sam Hunt has tried. Yeah. yeah. And, not not saying that he isn't good in, or he wasn't writing songs in between, but you know Sam Hunt has taken a lot of time off, and he put all he put out that um, was Southside album, yeah. Um, but like, there's not really anybody else. There's some people, but usually you hear a song song come out every six months, and then like an album in between, like twelve or eighteen months or something, and you're like, okay, they just have a rhythm to it, right? Right, but. A lot of times it's there's not really much time like that. Not maybe that's everybody in the industry too. Yeah, just keep, yeah, but keep going. But you know, country's kind of unique where you know it, there's, or at least I think so, where there's so many country options. Whether it is independent, whether it's national acts or you know whatever, like there's so there's so much quality where 
what, regardless of how good or not you are, you know, if you go away, you know, there's going to be somebody to fill that, that spot that's just as good as you are. Oh, yeah. Um, <clears throat> fuck, what's his name? Uh, Rob Barker. Uh, yeah. I'm sure you've seen him around. Uh, yeah. We met him. I met him down in Florida once. Uh, and he said something to the effect of, like, the music industry will not stop if you're not present. Like, you know, it'll keep going. It's right. not It's not going to wait for you, um, which is which is cool. But in, in the same effect, it's like, you're right. You have so many, this is, I think about this a lot because, because I've tried to decide like, all right, what's important or whatever the hell. But he's, he's basically saying like, there are so many people out here trying to do what you're doing that if you miss a day, nobody's going to care. Right. Or maybe it, like, but I think he was trying to say that you all it. I think he was trying to say that you should never miss a day and that you should always be up and up and up and going, going, going. And I don't know. I don't really know what the, the right answer is, but I, I think about that a lot because he, he preaches that. And man, I don't know. I, I feel like some days you need a break. You need to think about what you're saying and, and what your songs are saying and who you are as a person, you know, yeah. Oh, yeah. A hundred percent. A hundred, a hundred percent. So, you know, I know you've got stuff in the can and whatnot. Do you have any, any idea when that could come? Or are you still like, oh, when it comes, it comes? Man. No pressure. I, mean, I know. <laughs> I, you know, I've... Because, I mean, I, and I asked that because, and I don't mean to interrupt you, but I, huh. I asked. Well, Jim, you there? Sorry, I turned the wrong way. Um, <laughs> That's all, so, all good. <laughs> so I asked because I know you, you know, you recently released a song and the big, the big thing right now, it seems like it's like release a song like you were, like we were just talking about, release a song, wait a couple of months, release another song. And like, you know, nobody's really putting out you know, EPs or albums as a whole anymore. And that seems to be a pretty decent trend. So I just didn't know if like maybe that was your plan or, you know, release them as singles and then put to put them together as an EP or, you know, what whatever. Man. That's a great question. I both <laughs> those it's you know, I, I also I, I think I think this time uh, in the world in general is cool because as far as music goes, because you're exposed to so many artists, right? Right. And you got a guy who's like, who's Tom McDonald. I don't know if you know, have you heard of him or seen him? Um, possibly. Tom, Na- Tom. Name's not ringing a, f- yeah. ringing a bell, but Tom McDonald is this, uh, rapper who's independent rapper and, he has blown up. He's got all these like I don't know if you want to call them political raps, but they're very like um <clears throat> he's a rapper that kind of just like everybody agrees with cuz he's like what the fuck's going on? Like everybody's yeah. being stupid. Stop. Like look, we're all just trying to get along and have fun. Why are we 
pitting against one another. But what, what his raps are about are not the point. It's that he he has been releasing one pretty much every month. And, yeah. and he's – now his songs have blown up because of, of other reasons. But he's got a different strategy. And as far as an independent artist goes, I, this is what I do. I, I think way too much. And I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but I think way too much when it comes to this. And, you know, you look at it. What, what's, what are you trying to do as an independent artist? And some people can blow up on TikTok. Some people can blow up on YouTube. Um, you know, and, and, and if that ever happens, that's awesome. But if you're trying to create momentum, um, you know, what can you do? Well, do you put out a song every month? Do you put out an album and try and release and, and try and like do videos every month? Or it's there's so many questions. You got guys like Tom who put out video. It's basically it's basically like a song, video two weeks later, song video two weeks later, and just rinse and repeat. And he's very good at it. Um, or are you like Morgan Wallen? Which who the hell's like Morgan Wallen? You know, right? <laughs> You just, I mean, you have to, I, I, this is also what I do. And I don't know if you can tell, but every question that you ask, I'm like, I think about it 16 different ways and <laughs> I can, I can never get to the point, but uh, you know, you, you've got, you've got, you've got people who, can, who have like a ton of money behind them as far as an industry goes, or maybe they, they raised it playing shows and they can release an album and keep momentum driving that way, or they, I don't know. It's, it's, it's a great question of what we're going to do next. And I wish I could tell you, um, I can tell you that <clears throat> we are probably going to release it in January. Whatever we decide to release is going to be in January. Okay. Yeah. Well then, then at least we have something to look forward to. I guess, yeah. I, I, <laughs> I guess <laughs> it's it's just it's just the question of what what are we going to release? Because we have this oh, man, we're so excited about this new stuff. Um, we have that one song that I kind of sent out the demo to uh, called "Let Can't Let You Go." <clears throat> yeah, and oh, that's going to be a lot of fun. I think people are going to be able to jam out to that. It's going to sound good playing live too. Oh man. It's a wild, yeah, no. it's a wild ride, man. Yeah, ab- absolutely. So, well, you know, like the songs that you've written and released already as singles, are those? I don't want to say dead and buried, but are those released as they are, and whatever's coming next will be its own thing? No. So, uh, always be and blue collar ways are are on this next album. I'm gonna say. Okay. Uh, yeah. We're gonna call it American Made. Like it's already decided that it's going to be an album. It's yeah. just, it's just okay. What are we gonna do? Like what? Uh, what do I want to say? Um, when and what do we want to do with it? Like it would be so cool. My, I don't know what my goals are. My, like, I, I don't know because you. Obviously, the name of the game is trying to impact as many people as you can with your music, yeah. and and you gotta at the end of the day you gotta have money to do that. 
um, whether it's traveling, whether it's promotion. Um, but you know, you try, you try and, you try and do that the best way you can. And, uh, without, uh, bleeding yourself dry and, you know, just trying, we're just, I'm really just trying to collect data now and, and figure it out. Cause yeah, you know, there's a, I know again, this is off topic, but there's this, you, you've been around like the country scene or at least seen bar uh, bands play even in your local area. Right. Yeah. Oh you, yeah. Yeah. You, you know how it's kind of like uh, three, it's usually like three to four hours that one band will play. Yeah. Yep. Okay, so what we've done, what my my goal has been is like, okay, well, I don't want to do that. I want to try and create the best show that we can, 90 minutes max, because, you know, when, when somebody's booking you, they're booking you, not any of your openers. So you want to try, so I, I was like, all right, let's try and do a 90-minute show, high energy you know, has good ebb and flows and it's, and we've done that. We, we have really good shows, but, um, it is harder and harder to find places that a want to do that and B, uh, can support that without just paying pennies, you know? So that's why we've had to go all the way down to Florida or South Carolina or North Carolina, wherever. And it's, 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 it's not just because we want to extend our reach, but it's also almost out of necessity because you can, you can only play your local places for so, so long before things start getting stale. And yeah, um, yeah, it's just, it's just an interesting, it's an, it's an interesting grind. It's an awesome grind, but yeah, that's, yeah. I, I wish there was a, I wish somebody, and if you know the answer, man, you tell me, <laughs> but I wish somebody was like this, this is the easiest way to do it. Just upload your song here and you will be, <laughs> you will be doing sh- tours all across the U S and you're like, yeah. Oh my God, that's awesome. Let's just do that. Well, you know, you know, I, I don't ask, you know, haphazardly, you know, because I do have some things going on behind, you know, some potential things going on you know, outside of the podcast here that, you know, I'm, I'm trying, I too am trying to collect data for, and uh, <laughs> you and I yeah. are going to have a conversation kind of off, off the record slash off the air here about what we were just talking about. No. Um, <laughs> because I have, I have some possible things that could be of use. Um, I, don't, I can't give my whole, all my secrets away, you know. Hey, I, no, <laughs> we we don't want to talk about it right now. Right. I, yeah. Um. So speaking of getting your outreach out there, I've noticed that you are, you know, you are posting to TikTok a lot more often. Um, how has that? How has that outreach been? Man, you know, it's been good. It's um, good, but it's funny. <clears throat> Again, I don't, I'm not, <laughs> uh, I'm not crazy into knowing the algorithms. Like I understand, I listen to people who understand it and I try and, you know, do what they say or recommend. And, yes. um, you know, that's what I'm trying now. Uh, I will say this, uh, two things. One, TikTok 
um, they have a very good algorithm and yeah. it, it's, <clears throat> but now it's replicating more like Facebook's old algorithm used to, yeah. um, like, you know, six months ago or whatever, where we, you only will see certain things. So like the po- politics are big right now. Uh, the Kyle Rittenhouse case, uh, yeah. some of like the China stuff, you know, Biden and, and all that, like it's huge. So you really see a lot of that and you see dogs, you see a lot of animals, which is great. So, <laughs> so unless you're, unless you are strictly only liking and searching for music, you know, things kind of get drowned out now yeah. with that being said, that's organic reach. Um, and TikTok's organic reaches is much higher than any other platforms right now. Mm-hmm. But when you do ads, you know, their ads reach is incredible. Um, yeah. You can, you can really blast some stuff. So if we were going to put out something soon, that's pretty much where I would be putting it. Um, you know, putting it out on the others too, but between YouTube and and TikToks, that's where I would be re- reaching. Um, yeah, it just you you have to have things that are engaging, and you get lucky sometimes where you you know things blow up. It, it's there's what probably close to a billion people on it now, um, right. so like you know, you can get a good, you can get some good momentum off of it, but man, is it, it it's, it's crazy right now. It's like the wild west there. And yeah. if, yeah, it's TikTok's funny. I like it. Um, it's definitely a waste a lot of my time cause I get addicted to it. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 I hear that. You know, it's funny cause you say the algorithms, but for my, you know, that's how my personal TikTok is. And then my you know, boots and whiskey TikTok is just, you know, it's whiskey, barbecue, and country music. Yeah, and it's, <laughs> and it's, it's great. <laughs> oh man, yeah, yeah. That, that, oh. that's my escape platform, <laughs> dude. That's that's a nice one. Um, yeah, I wish I love food TikTok, man. And yeah, you get awesome. you get so jealous. You're like, oh man, that's a, sounds right. so good. But then you're yeah. like, I I can do that, and you try, it and you're like, oh, I can't. Not even close. <laughs> yeah, not even close. Mine it's, didn't look as good as that did. No, I love. You know what else has been? I wish. <clears throat> I shouldn't wish. I, I I need to focus on it more. Um, YouTube. Yeah. You know, I it's, it's it's something that has pretty much monopolized this that whole industry of of longer videos, like being there and yeah. you know it's it's a great platform now there's a few others that have been trying to come out i forget what they're called but those are cool too but i i i put up the blue collar ways video and it did really well for me uh which is awesome so i don't know how they work and i don't know how to keep that's the problem keeping momentum on youtube is uh, interesting to me, but uh, yeah, it, my, go go I, ahead. No, I was gonna say like that's that's for me. That's what season two is gonna have a big focus on is like the video aspect of things. Oh, nice. Yeah. Maybe not so much like video podcasts, um, because I think it's I hate the way you know the video podcasts are looking when it's through Zoom or you know one of those platforms. I just think it's very disconnected. 
um, you know, and just like, where do I look? Where do I look? <laughs> and, um, but, you know, I'd love to get the podcast out on YouTube and then we're going to start doing in-depth whiskey reviews every week um, for, <laughs> oh, for, awesome. for, a, for a brand a week. So, yeah, you know, um, my, my bank account will be practically <laughs> negative, but um, it'll be fun doing it. So what's the favorite that you've had so far? <laughs> um, so, so my all time favorite, and this is going to be a question for you, cause this is one of the two questions I do have for my guests. Um, my favorite is Jack. I can't, I can't find yet a whiskey or a bourbon that is always the same taste like Jack is. Hmm. Oh, so you're, you, you look at consistency. Yeah. <clears throat> yep. A hundred percent. And like, I know, you know, I know I can, you know, and I know, be, I think I, it might be a little biased because I've watched so many documentaries about Jack Daniels and how it's done and yeah and all this but you know it it's so consistent no matter where you go that you know here in Boston I'm gonna buy a bottle of Jack or if I could buy it in Tennessee or Texas or California it's all gonna taste the same yeah you know it's always the same which maybe that's a good thing maybe it's a bad thing whatever but um you know I do like Buffalo Trace a lot too um and the stuff that's coming out of there um, mm. I, I did. So where I am up here, there's some distilleries we just can't get for whatever reason. Huh? Um, and I actually reached out to a distillery out of Texas, um, with TX whiskey and they sent me a bottle to, to do a review with, which I'm super thankful for. And so I'm really looking forward to being able to try something that you just can't get here. Yeah. That's, um, what do you, uh, what, have you tried Greenbrier? No. Hmm. That's nope. another one that's, uh, I'm pretty sure they're called Greenbrier. That's another one out of Tennessee that um, we did a tour with, but like a, like a whiskey tasting tour or whatever. Yeah. It's, yeah. That's a, I like that you said the consistency of it. I, I guess I never thought about that. That's yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Because, you know, I've had, you know, even with Buffalo Trace, I've had, you know, different bottles and, you know, it's very much the same, right? It's like, it's kind of like Dunkin' Donuts or McDonald's, right? You're going to get the same thing everywhere you go, but sometimes the quality is a little bit better than the yeah. previous bottle, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, <laughs> and I've really found that. And, you know, you know, even with things like Woodford Reserve, you know, I hear that that's a big one everybody likes. So I've started to dive into them and it's the same thing, you know, it's, it it's all really good it's really great but every now and again you get a little bit of a different taste not a bad or a good taste just hmm, this isn't like the last bottle that's so interesting i yeah <clears throat> yeah i i love the process that's actually one of the so i went to school for biochemistry and i love the... and you sing songs no, I don't mean that. Like, <laughs> you, you could be making millions, bro. Especially nice. Like yeah, I mean, you can't make millions. I, I mean, you, I guess you could in the pharmaceutical industries for sure. Yeah. You probably, um, you'd have to be pretty high up on the totem pole. But you know what? What actually drove me away, and this is actually kind of what got me out of the military too, is leadership. Yeah. 
um, leadership and just, man, the school I went to, I had some good professors. Um, they were very intelligent, mm -hmm. but man, you could just tell. And I didn't know this until I got out and I started listening to um, or talking and listening to other uh, faculties and administrations across the U.S. Like, mm -hmm. uh, and like, what do you call them? I forget what the head of the departments. Um, yeah. Just hearing what they're saying. And dude, uh, <clears throat> the science world in universities and colleges has been taken over and it mm -hmm. totally makes sense. Like, you know, it's all about research and grants and that's just not what I wanted to do. Um, and it's a way it like research and grants basically help fund the, uh, the colleges and universities, but they're, they're cool. If you can stay in academics, it's cool. You have a good system. You'll basically climb the ladder until you can't climb. And then you'll teach others to climb it. And it's kind of like, you know, a, a wash and repeat. You don't really, there's nothing, unless you go into John Hopkins or, you know, somewhere crazy around here, Penn state for sure. Um, Unless you're on their team, like you're not really doing it. You're not allowed to do anything because they won't let you. They won't let right. you do the research without the money. And, you know, there's some very important stuff that they could be doing. Anyway, that's – but, you know, <clears throat> when you go into the field and try and go into the industry, it's all stupid. It's all right. very lame. Like you're not actually uh, – I would want – I did it strictly – like the military paid for everything. So it was all good. So I could take the chance at something I wanted to learn instead of something that I knew I could make money with. And I was like, I'm going to try this because I want to know this stuff. And then when you really talk to the people in the industry, um, and thankfully I was a little older when I got into this because I probably would have fell for some of the tricks that some of the recruiters were trying to get you to do. They're like, oh, come work for us. We do X, Y, Z. And then, you know, you ask them some questions that, 18, 19, 21 year olds wouldn't know to answer because they haven't had real life. And they're, it's just, it's all very disappointing. You know, you basically become a $70,000, $60,000 test tube cleaner. And you're like, this is stupid as shit. I don't want to, like, <laughs> you don't need a degree for this. Like, right. you, so, but yeah, that, the, yeah, it's just basically a piece of paper now, man. It's, yeah, it's fun yeah. to know, but. Yeah. yeah, you know, what me going to college, you know, that hindsight on that is real 2020 because, yeah. you know, my degree is in political science and, <laughs> you know, now I do hotel sales. So it's like, oh, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm glad I wasted four years of my life. That was awesome. Yeah, um, yeah, exactly right. <laughs> you know, and like, and, you know, it's it's funny you talk about the pharmaceutical world because where I, you know, the the hotel I am in and I deal with, um, you know, we're in kind of like the mecca of pharmaceutical companies, and it, and you're right. Like it's it's a it's a competition all over the same exact thing. Yeah, that I would not want to be in pharmaceuticals right now. I mean, it sounds great, it's it's, but there, uh, you know, you could almost see. It. I I told my one professor that I was <clears throat> pretty in touch with. Uh, he, uh, I was like, 
I was like, I was, so when I coached hockey and hockey had kind of the same thing, like you could follow the money and you're like, Oh shit's going bad. You know, yeah. like people were investing money to basically take over USA hockey in pockets, especially on the East side. Like it was real bad. You could see this, like it, they, they almost made it a corporation in these leagues and is kind of gross. And I was like, look, I've seen the same thing that happened in hockey. I can see the same thing happening in every, in, you know, uh, the pharmaceuticals. And he's like, dude, it's been happening for years. Like it's just now coming out. I'm like, yeah, it's, you know, it's almost like meeting your idols. You don't want to meet your idols because you'll be disappointed. And yeah. you, you have this dream world of them and you're like, oh, fuck, these are just, yeah. They're just people. yeah, that's, Oh, yeah. that's absolutely true, man. Uh, it was cool. We, when I was in the military, I was, I, we were at headquarters, headquarters. So it's like <clears throat> basically where like all the decisions get made for the division. Yeah. And uh, got real close with the sergeant majors and the uh, generals. And these, these guys are awesome, but they're, they told you straight up. They're like, look, don't, I forget. It was Sergeant Major Kepner at this one time. And he's like, don't ever forget this. Everybody pisses and shits the same way that you do. And they're just people. So if anybody yeah. tries to tell you shit, you look him straight in the face and you say, kiss my ass. I'm like, that's so true. You know? Yeah. 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 And like, we all forget that, right? How, absolutely. How, you know, and that's like the biggest thing, especially nowadays. Like, you know, there's this such divide or there's this <clears throat> perception of a divide that, you know, it's us versus you or me versus you or them versus us. And it's like, we're all a fuck, you know, we're all in the same boat. Dude, you're you so know? right. It's so funny. <clears throat> being around i don't know how to say it, but there's the, there's a local it's almost like there's local gangs or there's like a local feud between right. all the uh all the bands you know yeah and i don't know how it is everywhere else but no it's the same it, it, yeah i, I <laughs> from from the get-go when i had a band when i first started having like playing with a band I would make sure I would make it a point that if anybody around the area was looking to get into a certain club or learn to get into a venue or whatever, I would have them open up for me. Like, please play with us so that you can get gigs later. And, right. or either way, like I had no problem helping people out. Cause what the hell is it going to do? Like me, me not helping you. If you want it, if you truly want it to play out, here it is. And, I'll tell you what, I've become one of the most hated people, not hated, but among like the other bands, uh, I've become one of like the most talked about in, in bad ways. And I, and I almost take it as a compliment, but it's like, dude, I've helped you out so much. Like, and because I wanted to, because I thought you wanted to do this and now, like what's all this talking shit for? And it's just, it's petty shit. It is what it yeah. is, but it's yeah. weird that people forget that we're all just pe we're all just the fucking same we're all just yeah. people and we're all just it, why like what your yeah, uh, your success is on your success is only going to help me too. right exactly exactly but oh it's so weird it's so much easier to to be pissed off at something that's in your own control and blame somebody else oh dude absolutely you know? and i and i so i used to I'm not sure if I said this and when I sent you over things, but I used to live in Nashville and there was, this was like, this is actually right before the pandemic. 
So when I went down there, it was cool. You know, you meet a lot of people, you do a few songwriting rounds, but even there, you can't get out of this. Um, he said, she said, like click mentality. Like yeah. I'm only going to help the people that um, like it, is, it was so very bizarre to me. And because I didn't belong to any of these clicks, I got along and, and made it into a bunch of different camps of, of writers, but it was so weird. Like you would hear yeah. these people and then you would see them at a party then, or like going out downtown the next day or, ne and you're like, what in the fuck is like, I, I, I almost, it was almost a blessing that the pandemic happened yeah. because it got me out of there. It got me out of there. And I was like, I can't do this shit. Like, it's just so much. It's, I mean, there's a lot of different reasons, but you know, they are essentially a lot of them went to school there so they stayed there and then they developed these kind of you know these kind of yeah. packs and and it's very it's weird down there and uh but anyway yeah it's the the local like grudges and stuff it's so strange to me i don't get it I don't get yeah it and, nah. yeah you know the local country scene here in the city of boston it's it, you know i i've seen it in similar aspects where it's like you know they're all doing the same thing. They're all trying to play the same places. And I get that. Right. Yeah. But, you know, having those riffs and stuff like as entertaining for somebody that's not trying to play these clubs is to see like on the outside, because and then like, you know, they try to like pretend like it's not a thing. And they, yeah. Everybody loves everybody. And it's like, yeah. Just, oh my God. It's you know, you can't, bullshit. You can't bullshit, bullshit a bullshitter. Yeah. But, um, you know, but it's fun and it's interesting. And, you know, like it's same, I'm in the same boat because, you know, I'm doing this. You know, I, I've got to be Switzerland regardless of who I agree <laughs> with and who I don't, you know. It's, yeah, yeah, you know, that's very whatever. true. Like I'm here to support all of you. So whatever you guys want to hash it out, hash it out. But oh, my God, it's, it's so weird, man. It's it's a uh, yeah, it's a you know, what's the funny thing is, is that they're majority of the times. They have no, they have no bigger desire than to just be a cover band, yeah. and cover bands are great. You know, I shouldn't say just be a cover band because cover bands are huge and useful. That's a, that's what you see down Nashville. You got cover bands, you got songwriters, and you've got the like the touring guys, and yeah. you know that's where it is pretty much everywhere else. And um, it's so funny that they're just fighting to be. The, they're they're just fighting to be the best cover band because although it is awesome it's just like just have fun play music man that's what you're here for right i right. don't know it's i'm yeah it's I'm, an, I, listen i'm with you 100 <laughs> it's an interesting uh world when it comes to the nonsensical politics and in music yeah but but at the end of the day it, there, there is a reason for it. It's because the more momentum you have, and the more eyes on you, the more money you make. Typically, so you try yeah. and you try and make that happen. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, i i try to I try my best to keep this within a time span. But I like. Oh, I I'm wanna, sorry, man. No, no, no. I want to <laughs> keep talking because I could go on forever about this. Um, uh, but. I really can't wait to hear what, um, and I'm sorry, that sounded rude. I'm not trying to cut you. No, off. no, just <laughs> dude. <laughs> or keep hey, you, you're, you're a busy you man. You're a busy man. Uh, I totally get it. <laughs> because like I said, I would, you know, if, if God, 
could could I could I talk about this all day long? Um, yeah, but um, you know, I'm super excited for what you're doing and how you're doing. Um, and like like you know, I said before, anything I can do to help, you know, please just let me know and reach out. And you know, I'm I'm super excited that we got to talk and you know are building this relationship and this friendship. And I think it'll I think it'll benefit everybody in the long run. And I appreciate you. Dude, I appreciate you for having me on, and I, I love what you're doing. I think, again, you can see the, the passion, and it's it's cool to support your passion, and, and I'm glad I could be a part of it, man. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, so, yeah, so we talked about everything, like literally everything, and it was awesome. I, I loved it. We can, man, like you said, we could talk more. I love songwriting. I love playing. There's so much. You we got to figure out a way to either have you come down or us go up there or something. Cause I think you'll, I look, I love playing and I love the music, but man, performing is just another level, you know, yeah. it's yeah, just I where would, it's at. I would love to see you and your band live. That's for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's, well, I mean, we have a lot of fun, so we hope that it, 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 uh, what do you say? It, it translates into the crowd and the crowd yeah. has fun. Yeah. Well, you know what? Hope because, because it's the holidays now and all that stuff and yeah, life gets diff- more difficult up here when it gets cold. Um, yeah. You know, hopefully, you know, maybe we'll try to figure out something in the spring, early summer. And, you know, if, if you're closer or we can plan something to get down there, that would be, that'd be awesome. Or, better yet have you get up here so that you can expand your brand even even wider yeah it's always the goal man well we'll we'll have stuff out we'll have stuff out hopefully in december or january and you can be like yo you gotta listen to these guys and and uh then people will be like oh yeah let's get them up here you know yeah absolutely that well that's the plan so yeah but but we'll talk more about that Yes, sir. I love it, man. Cool, man. Well, I appreciate you so much. Thank you so much for taking your time. And uh, we'll be in contact super soon. Yes, sir. You have a great day, brother. You too, Garrett. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye.